What is up everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Here alongside another amazing sports podcast, our close friends of the podcast, Andreas and Eric, who run the Sports Fellas podcast, where they talk about all things sports. You guys want to go ahead and introduce yourselves? Go ahead. Yes, sir. Well, this is episode 19 of the Sports Fellas podcast. Um, we decided to do a joint episode because it's the most beautiful time of the year. No, it's not Christmas. It's the NBA playoffs. And today, along with my co-host, Eric, how you doing, sir? I'm good. Just uh, nervous about this trivia we're going to be doing. I'm going to be honest. Like, you got me nervous, especially I thought it was going to be our joint brain power. Now, since I'm going to be put on the spot, I'm a little nervous. Well, I mean, we I put you on the spot on our pod, so it's all good. You just roast me on our pod. You don't put me on the spot. That's what we're doing, bro? Come on. There's, there's hey. a guess here. Listen, this trivia is going to be dangerous. I am not holding back. I made it a little difficult for all of you, so. And who am I? You guys got to be quick. That's all I'll say. You guys got to be quick. But, yeah. when it But today's episode, in general, we're going to be talking about NBA. You heard Andres say perfectly. It's time for the playoffs. The playoffs are here. But you cannot start the playoffs without discussing the regular season. So we are going to bring to you our own awards not predictions we are giving the awards out so we're gonna upset a few people that's for sure let's let's just get straight into it let's just get straight into it with the awards shall we yes sir so we came to a conclusion that the mvp race is not close at all um we came to a conclusion that the unanimous decision is that the mvp is nikola jokic now given that jokic plays in denver he hasn't gone mainstream, quote unquote, but there is zero debate to be had. Like if you think that Steph or Embiid or Giannis or I saw someone say that um, Bradley Beal should get shouts. It's a lot of craziness going on. But um, all six, all five of us are in agreement that um, Nikola Jokic deserves to be the MVP. And he's going to be the lowest drafty player to win MVP. We saw Giannis win it as a 15th pick and we saw Steve Nash win as the 15th pick. But Giannis being drafted in the second round as the 40th pick is going to be the lowest player to be drafted and named the MVP. And I personally think it's a record that's going to stay for a long time. So we're all in agreement on that. Um, Moving Mm -hmm. on to the most improved player. I mean, this is another unanimous decision by all five of us. We were all in agreement that Julius Randle deserves to be recognized. You know, a lot of people are saying there's a thing called Knicks for clicks where people make fun of the Knicks and they get their retweets, they get their likes, they get their quotes, they get 600,000 comments. But it's time to get Julius Randle his flowers because – He's turned that franchise around. You know, a lot of people are trying to criticize um, Tom Thibodeau for going to the Knicks and are saying that, oh, um, look at his stint with Minnesota and stuff. But Tom Thibodeau said, give me the keys and I'll take care of the rest. So shout out to Julius Randle for what he's doing. And then last but not least, on my side, coach of the year. Um, This was a tricky one, but the majority vote always wins because this is a democracy, folks. And we were all in agreement (laughs) that Tom Thibodeau should be the coach of the year. That's all I got for you guys. Is this a democracy or is this just a med just taking over the awards, just rigging the votes? <laughs> Two Knicks players in the awards. We're gonna we're gonna obviously get into these awards and get everyone's opinions in a bit, but let's just go through them first. Next up in our awards, we do have the sixth man of the year. This was a little bit of a toss-up between Ingles and Clarkson. Ultimately, the democracy won in favor of Joe Ingles. Then 
for rookie of the year. We know LaMelo Ball has the name, has the star power, but Anthony Edwards takes it for us. And finally, defensive player of the year, Shaquille O'Neal's favorite player, Rudy <laughs> Gobert, has won the award, not too surprisingly. But, yeah. Do you guys want to discuss these awards before we get into the all-NBA teams? Let's Any, uh, any picks you guys yeah. want to focus on? Let's start off at MVP. You know, Nikola Jokic consistently throughout the whole season was, in my opinion, the MVP. You know, there's always guys, you know, throughout the season you had like Joel Embiid. Yeah, it even talks about Harden. And not lay about Stephen Curry, but overall throughout what he's been doing for Denver this season, uh, the stats that he's putting up, 26 points a game, 20, 10 rebounds a game, eight assists a game for a center. The way he plays basketball, it like he runs the game through him. Everything that Denver does goes through him. So he's super vital for, for that team that's his third seed and also lost his second best player in Jamal Murray. What he's done for them is it's 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 great. It's great. I think he's he's when you talk about most valuable player, I think Jokic is is that. And how about how about the fact that after the bubble? After going in a tough first round, tough second round, and then all the way to the Western Conference Finals, this guy didn't miss a beat, didn't miss a game, or I mean, he missed some games, but he no, was he the didn't. one guy. He didn't miss any games. Two games. Mm-hmm. Even even more impressive. And a lot of guys, a lot of stars, Braun, KD, all these guys were hurt. Um, so, I mean, just to stay healthy, and obviously the numbers were great. So, great MVP. I mean, I'm so happy for this guy. I mean, who would have thought that? He would have won MVP. Yeah. Yeah, I think the uh, I think the injuries that you mentioned is kind of what made it unanimous between us. Because, I mean, if it wasn't for injuries, I'm sure one or two of us would have said Embiid. I'm sure if LeBron stayed healthy, one of us would have leaned his way. But pretty much all year we saw injuries taking out top guys except for, like, Curry. But with him being the eighth seed, it's kind of hard to vote for him. And then Giannis. Giannis could make a case for but pretty much whether you look at statistically or record-wise or anything – you always like go in the favor of uh, Jokic with that one. So it just seemed like an obvious choice. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board 100%. Ahmed, you want to talk to us a little about uh, the man himself, Julius Randle? Let's talk about some Knicks. Let's talk oh, about some Knicks. The floor Julius. is yours, Ahmed. What did you call it, Andres, before? The clicks for Knicks or whatever? Hashtag Knicks for clicks, Knicks for clicks bro. Knicks for clicks. Which is a real uh, thing. It is, sure. it is a real For thing. Sure. I can admit, admit to that. As much as we despise the Knicks, we are objective journalists. So, Ahmed, the Absolutely. floor is yours. Listen, to to see what Julius Randle has done this year from last year, it's so so inspiring, bro. It's it's finally that we have someone to actually root for. Um, nobody gets love. Like, I mean, just think about Melo. Melo, I'll be the first one to tell you. He didn't really win anything here. But when he walks through New York, he's a god. And he didn't even win anything. Same thing, bro. This guy, even though we know that Kevin Durant is the best player in New York or in the tri-state area, in the tri-state area, or James Harden, whatever, whoever you like, whoever you like. (laughs) There's people out there that would die for Julius Randle and, like, say that he's, he's a top dog, even though it's crazy. But th- this is how much love he gets. And the improvement from the three-point shooting, from less turnovers, the passing to a whole new level. 
and you know he's he's taking on that burn like he 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 wants to be the guy and especially here in New York that's tough um and of course none of this happens without the great Tom Thibodeau and obviously you know we'll talk about him later but Julius Randle bro great great season yeah no Julius Randle definitely deserves everything that's coming to him I think he had a sensational year um throughout his whole career I had questions about him maybe I still do but this year you can't say anything you can't say anything about him. he's been the number one guy on the Knicks he's been their best player he's, he's been carrying them of course Andres no he's gonna say Tom Thibodeau on the defense and everything but if he's not doing what he's doing now the Knicks are not in the playoffs and that's 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 the, he's fact. the engine bro. I don't care he's the engine he, he's yeah, and I wanted to bring up a question since we're talking about Carmelo. And I seen it through on Twitter. They're saying that <laughs> Randall has done more. And Andres said it before. Oh, he said it before before the podcast started. So credit to him of bringing that up. But they, uh, I seen it myself on Twitter. They're saying that Randall one season did more than Carmelo. So I want to know what like what's your thoughts about that? Because I think all, it's absolutely no, not yet. First no. of all, Carmelo Anthony won a scoring title, got to the playoffs like three times. Um, How many playoff series did he win? I think one or two. So, <laughs> so I mean, I'm sorry, bro. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> but he he gave us some great basketball for a long stretch. Great basketball. I mean, he was. I think I, I think that year. I think 2014, 2013. He was probably second and like like most valuable player. So 2013, yeah. So I mean, that's a crazy thing to say. It's still young. I mean, Julius Randle is only 26 years old and. I mean, I'm not going to doubt this guy anymore. So, like, it could happen. But, but Carmelo Anthony, like I said before, bro, he's he's a god here in New York. And that's crazy. So, let's say Julius Randle brings the Knicks to the Eastern Conference Finals. Would you put him over Melo then? Well, I mean, it, it depends what he's, you know, if he's dropping 35 points and he's taking us all the way to the, uh, uh, to the Eastern Conference Finals, you know, then, you know, we could talk again. But until then, I mean, Carmelo Anthony is – Probably the best Knicks player in the last 20 years. So, okay. That's fair. I mean, Carmelo, listen, I, bro, I was, when he was in New York, I was, I heard you cut the jersey, bro. That's what they were saying. Yeah, actually, I do have a Carmelo jersey. I'm not going to lie. (laughs) Oh, he's he's a walking all star team, this guy, bro. No, because I I agree on bought it for me. Shout out to the moms, man. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there and all the yeah. all the grandmothers out there. God bless yeah. the women in this world. Um, hopefully, we live in a society where we are all equal and they have the same opportunities us men do. Um, I feel like Julius Randle is the obvious choice um, due to, um, like I said before, like Tibbs gave him the keys and he succeeded. Like Ahmed said, his playmaking compared to last year where he had tunnel vision is just insanity and like it's a thing to admire. So... If you watched the Knicks games last year, and I know people are going to say, did you actually watch the Knicks? Yes. You know, <clears throat> if you watch Julius, G- Julius Randle's playmaking, sorry. If you watch Julius Randle's playmaking last year compared to this year, it's literally night and day. You know, he actually passes out of double teams. He actually passes out on the post. He's not looking to score every time like Hassan Whiteside, you know. Mm-hmm. So seeing Julius Randle develop into the player he is today, and a lot of people are saying, oh, he should get some MVP votes. And honestly, I would not be against it because the Knicks are the four seed, you know what I'm saying? So if you're going to give MVP shouts to, I don't know, guys that are nine, eight, nine, ten 10 seed, not going to say no names, but if you're going to give um, MVP shouts to them, 
why don't we give MVP shouts to Julius Randle as well? That's a fact. That's a that's a good point. That is a good point. And also, like, who else would it like? Honestly, I think it was a one man race throughout the whole season. Like, who else would it who would be there for most improved? Like, I don't even know. Christian, bro, would, they were saying would have had a case I, of the beginning. I'm just gonna throw that out there as a Rockets fan. But when that's he was not, healthy, that's not it. But then he yeah. kind of went down and we fell apart. So yeah, people were saying Michael Porter Jr., bro. He does not deserve to be in that conversation. I'm sorry. I think it's really Julius. I think he deserves to be in our conversation. Oh, Maybe Jokic, but why not? Why not? Jokic. I mean, he... Jokic. I mean, Jokic. Jokic, yeah, but, but Michael Porter Jr., hell no. Yeah, I mean he's just why 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 do you say that on yourself? Well, because he only started picking it up, like, in the second half of the season. Like, we can't ignore, like, the first half. You know what I'm saying? If we're going to name another player, then Jeremy Grant should definitely Jeremy get Jeremy Grant. Should Jeremy get Grant's powers. a good shout, too. I was about to say, yeah. Because nah, this different. man this man was like, screw you, Denver. I'm going to go get paid. And then he got paid, and he started averaging, like, 25 a game for a very long time. Then he was suffering injuries and shit. But, like, saying that MPJ deserves it over Jeremy Grant or Christian Wood, for example, hell no. I can't get on board with that opinion. I remember at the beginning of the season, Sabonis had some, like, steam in the race, but then it kind of disappeared oh, once Randall kept going. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you made a good point, Andres, about how Michael Porter Jr. started picking it up late, like, especially after Jamal Murray got injured. But, yeah, I get it. But Randall, out and out, most improved player. Yeah, yeah like, I was looking, and for his career before this season, he was a 29% three-point shooter, and this year he shot 41%. Yeah. And then for free throws, he was in 72%, I think. And this year he shot 81%. So, like, he it, his shooting and scoring efficiency went miles ahead of where it was. That's definitely been the most impressive thing, his two-point shooting improvement, without a doubt. No 100%. Doubt. I agree. What's next on our uh, – how about we go to the other Knicks guy on here? <laughs> Coach of the year, Tom Dippetto. And like you said, it was a close one. I mean – I'm a big fan of, you know, obviously Monty Williams and Quinn Schneider. Both both these guys are elite, elite head coaches. But Tom Dibodeau, bro, if, if you look at this, this team pretty much is not that different. Not that different. I mean, you you add Nerns Noel, Alec Burks on here, and Derek Rose for like, for like 20 or 30 games, right? This team was one of the worst teams I've ever seen in my life last year. This year, they're playing amazing basketball. Probably the best defensive team in all of the NBA. I mean, like every ranking from 17 to 1, 18 to 1. So, Tom Dibodeau, bro. I mean, no expectations coming. Like, he, they really thought, like, it was 18 games, maybe 20 games that we were going to win. 41 games Tom Dibodeau won with this team. And, it's, and the roster, I mean, I love all my guys. You go like okay, Julius Randle, okay, RJ Barrett, you know, you know, he's only twenty. After that, you know, I mean, Alec Burks is like our like like Kevin Durant, <laughs> but but he's our Kevin Durant. You know what hey, I'm saying? He hit some clutch shots. Man. He is. I'm Al- um, come on now, Alberto. You know, Alfred Payton is is <laughs> he's, hard, he's hard to watch. Trash. Hard to Alfred watch. Payton. Trash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's oh great. Reggie Bullock. Was was thrown on every roster Whoa. in the NBA. Reggie Bullock and was now, sniper game. Reggie Bullock yeah. was sniper game this year. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, he was he was thrown around on the Clippers, on the Lakers, on the Pistons. Nobody wanted him. But a great coach gets the best out of all his players. No complaints. They they all bought in. And 41 games, fourth seed. 
New York Knicks. Come on now, bro. Tom Thibodeau is the coach of the year. If I'm going to be honest, Tom Thibodeau should not win coach of the year just for the fact that he plays Alpha Payne that much. That's just oh, shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's he's so bad. I mean, Anytime I defensively, watch defensively, so, he he offers way more than Derrick Rose. Um, Emmanuel quickly fouls way too much. So defensively, I can see why he brings him out there. But sometimes you're like, bro, he does not need to see the court today. He does not. <laughs> so it's it's annoying. Eric, would you agree with the Thibodeau pick? Yeah, he was my pick. Whenever we were voting, I picked him just because like. I had no expectations for the Knicks. I thought it was just going to be the same old Knicks that we see every year. And I was even telling Andres, when y'all, like, were picking up steam and winning games, I was just sitting around like, ah, it won't continue. They're going to turn into the Knicks again. But they just kept winning, and they never actually turned into the Knicks. And I think the defense, I have always loved, like, heavy defensive teams. And they went from being 23rd to ranked third this year. And down towards the end of the season, they look like the best defensive team. And I think a lot of that comes down to Tibbs, like, He's been known as a defensive guy. He's been a defensive assistant in his career. Like, that's just what he brings to teams and helps with. I mean, whenever he was with the Bulls, they were the best defense in the league, and that's part of the reason they made the conference finals and were the number one overall record in the league. So, yeah, I think was, a, a, oh, brother. a big credit goes to him, though. Um, who, who, who won in the finals that year, Andres? They canceled it due to the Panasonic, bro. That's what happened. <laughs> um, I, I just got to say I'm going to be thing. honest. You guys are going to hate me for it, but I don't think Quinn Snyder should get consideration just because oh his team oh was God. healthy the majority of the year. I mean, so were the Suns, and you think Monty Williams should get so credit. Oh, I said Tibbs. I said yeah. Tibbs 100%. No, I know, but I'm saying you also you think Monty Williams should get credit. Yeah, but... he should be in the conversation, like top three. But he they shouldn't... were healthy? You're saying Quinn Snyder shouldn't because they were healthy, but so well, he's the... No, I said he shouldn't win it. He should be in a conversation, but he should Oh, okay. Win. Okay, then I'm fine with that. Johnny Schneider guy. Second, though. I, I think one. I voted for. Who? Voted Schneider? For who? Schneider. Yeah, that was my vote for Coach today. I mean, I, I don't. Think I, I don't. Just because they, just because they're healthy is, is bro. But they they got a lot of benefits from being, and a lot of people were saying that the Jazz were going to be the number one seed because of like depth and it's a COVID year and stuff. Listen, is it really a number one seed? We're we're about to find out hey, when they play the Lakers we, or the Warriors. Didn't we uh, do the episode together award. where we predicted? Like seating and everything, and I had the Utah yeah. Jazz completely out of the out of. I the, didn't. Yeah, I didn't. And we had the low, had bro. The Spurs but... as the one seed too, bro. So I had the Spurs as the tenth seed, as the tenth, and they are. So <laughs> we here. Nah, live. I definitely. We here. Wait, Andres, who did you have def- as the one seed when we recorded that? Remind the, the people. The who did I have as the one seed? The, yeah. the Clippers, actually. No, you had the Trailblazers. No, I didn't. I had, no, I had them as a three seed. No. Stop it. I no had Clippers, way. Lakers, Blazers, Nuggets, Warriors, oh, God, um, Phoenix, Utah, and the A seed. I think it was Houston if Harden stayed. And then if he got traded, it was going to be the Spurs. I didn't have the Pelicans making the playoffs at all. And I'm happy they didn't. That's true. I don't think we I had the Rockets at eighth. I remember. Wow. But this is before Harden got traded. This is yeah. before Harden got traded. But, oh yeah, Harden. Did yeah, get um, I'm sorry, Eric. We didn't mean Harden to did get traded. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny podcast. I'm yeah. sorry. We getting caged. Yeah, it's it's a, yeah, but oh. yeah, I get the argument for Tom Thibodeau. Uh, I think he had his tremendous improvement. I did not think the Knicks were even being close to playoffs. Maybe a play-in, but inside fourth seed is kind of crazy. But I'm asking you guys a question about, like, let's just say the the Knicks were the sixth seed. Would he would he still win Coach of the Year? No, Tom I don't think so. 
And how many games separates four to six? I know, but it's the fact that you got one point advantage. Bro, let him finish this question before you start talking. Nah, he knows because this is the same question. Tiku brings this up every three minutes. Yeah, I do. Listen, I'm, I'm gonna just say it. If if it was if the Knicks were the 60, then it would have probably went to Monty Williams. Monty Williams, I agree. All right, I have Quinn Schneider. They went from six to first. All I'm saying, and they yeah, played basketball. We went from like 29th. We're saying we're saying for the six seed, bro. Okay, I get it. I get it. Yeah. All right, like, next. Tony, what's next on the awards list, sir? Next, we got the sixth man of the year. I, this was one of those where we actually did have a close vote. But we um, did agree there was a Utah Jazz player. Which yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah. It was Joe Ingles that we voted for. What do you guys like? Why did it, whoever vote, who did voted for Ingles again? It was. I did. I, it was. My last, okay. My last second pick. Yeah. yeah. So you three voted for him. One of you, let us know why. Why him over, and me and Tiku had Clarkson, so. Eric, take us away. I voted for Ingles because – so whenever you look back at the season, I feel like it was like 15 games into the season. Clarkson was dominating. He was playing super efficient. He was scoring well. And then people kind of just wrote off the award right there and were like saying, oh, Clarkson's got MVP – or got six-man locked up. And then he pretty much just – I think since – in the last like three months, he's shooting like 39% from the field. Like pretty much after the first 15, 20 games, he kind of – his efficiency dropped off. And for Jordan Clarkson, if he's not scoring efficiently, he's not playmaking well. He's not defending well. He's not even rebounding well. Like, he doesn't really bring anything other than scoring. And if he's not doing that efficiently, then he's not bringing much. And I, when you look at, like, I'm not big into advanced metrics or advanced stats, but when you look at, like, net off minus, off plus minus and all that, he, the team was better when Jordan Clarkson was on the bench, and that was not true at all with Ingles. They were much better with him on the court. And Ingles has been much more efficient all year. I think the main thing that just pe- lead most people to Clarkson is the points per game. But I think when you look at overall the whole game, I think Ingles like helps impact the team more. Yeah, I mean, as perfectly said, I think when Joe Ingles is on the court, they're just a more dangerous team. He, mm-hmm. I mean, if he's not scoring, but he can still, you know, pass the ball. Um, he's not a terrible defender. Um, obviously he's rebounding. He's, he's like six, seven. So I'll give you five or six, but I mean, he's just a way better, way better or way smarter, you know, ball player and jazz needs some smart folks on there. I mean, like obviously Rudy Gobert and all that guys. Like, I just think when they're on that court, like Joe Ingles, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Roy O'Neal, that's, that's their best lineup. I mean, like you said, if he's not uh, scoring Jordan Clarkson, I mean, he's he's like, come on, bro. He's like a bum out there. Vibe. But yeah, vibe. So, so add, to add with um, what Ahmed and Eric were saying, um, the, 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 the difference between Joe Ingles and Jordan Clarkson is that Joe Ingles is not a black hole. Like, he's not going to look forward to score, score, score every time. And me and Eric, I remember, because we were watching the, the Warriors um, against the Jazz, and we're like, yo, how many how many threes has Clarkson taken? And then and, and he took like 18 or 19 of them. We were just like every single possession, it was just like Jordan Clarkson ISO, Jordan Clarkson ISO, Jordan Clarkson step back. It was just like, like you guys are trying to get the one seed and you're trying to share it and you had the suns up your ass, but you're still trying to take all these um all these fuck it, I'll shoot it um type of shots in the fourth quarter. 
being up by 10 points instead of getting the ball, um, dictating a play or running a play or milking the clock. But instead, he looked forward to score every time. So with Joe Ingles, he was a very efficient three-point shooter. He was efficient for two, efficient from the free throw line. And he's not really a, a, a black hole kind of player. Like, he's not going to – if you're going to give him the ball, he's going to look forward to shoot it every single time. So he's able to distribute the ball at a good pace. He's able to push the pace of the Jazz, whereas with Clarkson, he's just looking to score every single time, whether it's whether it's Dennis Rodman guarding him or whether it's Hassan Whiteside guarding him. So I think that Joe Ingles is the most deserved sixth in the man, sixth man. And to play devil's advocate, um, Tiku did say that Lou Williams won – um, six man of the year based off only scoring. That's because like he was the mainstream player and that's, that was his job and that's all he did and stuff. So I just got to throw that out there. I got to play devil's advocate for both sides. Yeah. I want to give yeah. like no disrespect to Jordan Clarkson. He's done his thing all year. He's been a great player, but I just think when you look at it, I think Joe Ingles is a little more deserving, I guess, at the end of the day. Yeah. Those are Even all fair arguments. Yeah. No, those, these are all fair arguments. And I'm not mad at Joe Ingles winning it, but I doubt I could. Like Joe Ingles is a great player, mm-hmm. but like like Andres said, when you look at like a prototypical six man of the year, or six man in general on the team, somebody that could come in, come into the game, get you a bucket instant real offense. quick. That's instant offense. That's why I see even when you go back to looking at a guy like Jamal Crawford. So uh, maybe I'm basing pure it off pure, pure pure hooper <laughs> and stuff like like Andres says, but yeah, maybe I'm basing it off that. Maybe I based it off previous history. I think Joe Ingles is a great, great player, and I understand that he's more efficient and he does more in 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 the overall aspect of the game. But Jordan Jordan Clarkson, good player, I I think he deserves it. I think he is. Let me ask you, let me ask you guys a question. How how important do you think, seeing as both of our our nominees for this award are from the same team, how important do you think the sixth man or the bench, the second unit, super important is? Considering the Utah Jazz obviously are the number one seed, uh, super important. Super important. Honestly, man. You need depth. You need in the playoffs. So in the playoffs, it, it's a whole different game. Me and Tico were talking about this last year with the Heat. We were talking about what nine players do we need to beat the Bucks and stuff. So when it comes to the Jazz, they already have their sixth and seventh man of the year. So if they can get like I don't know Royce O'Neal maybe in that in that eight man rotation, nine man rotation, then they're in a good position to succeed. Like, I remember me and Tico were talking last year, and we were trying to figure out the eight or nine players that were going to help us beat the Bucks. So it was it was Goron, it was Duncan, Jimmy, Crowder, Bam. And then we had to choose between um, Nunn, Hero, Iguodala, and uh, who else was on that team? Kelly. Oh, Ke- Kelly Olenek, right. So we came to a conclusion that Hero provides scoring. Um, we have Olenek, who is shoot a three and just give me the ball and move out of the way. And then we had Iguodala, who had experience. So with those eight, we were like, you know what? We got a shot against the Bucks. Like, why not us? And, yeah. you know, obviously, Eric yeah. Spostra performed a master class against um, the Bucks, class. and we ended up and we ended up winning. So when it comes to the Jazz, Quinn Snyder is obviously a very elite coach because the Jazz have been elite for like five, six years now. So if they're yeah. going to use their sixth and seventh man, they just need someone that's a better defender than Clarkson and Ingles, no disrespect. And maybe they could, maybe they could beat the Warriors or the Lakers. Not really, but maybe they could. You know what I'm saying? So they're just as important. <laughs> the sixth, seven, and eighth guy is just, and the fifteenth guy is just as important as one through five. Well, you mean Warriors Super this important. year? You would take Warriors over Jazz this year? Uh, listen, a Steph Curry see a series that he's lost has then gone under six games. So I don't know. I feel like the Warriors by, by himself though. 
I couldn't. I, honestly, what's, I couldn't. What Andrew Wiggins? That guy, bro. He's I that guy. He that. is. He is. No, he, he is that guy, and he'll score forty, but he'll go seven home game as well. series. Yeah, exactly. Are I, you guys trying yeah. well, seven game series? Shout out Manu Ginobili, the greatest sixth man of all time. By the way. Whoa! Oh, I'm not about greatest. The, the formula to Johnson, Spurs boy. winning five. Yeah, but, I'm sure you remember those four. finals, Johnny. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I sorry. W- w- we'll see. We'll see you guys in trivia. This is why I make the trivia as difficult. No, no, just, just for revenge. But All right, now nah, let's keep going. What's hey, next remember course, that I've been nice to you. Rookie of the year. Love Our choice, Anthony tough Edwards. Call. And it was a tough call. Um, but? Yeah. But Anthony Edwards over. LaMelo Ball. Do you think LaMelo's injury had a f- played a key factor in this decision? Can I raise my hand? I want to answer this one. Yeah. <laughs> Go. Go. Yes and no. Yes, because of games played, but no, because Anthony Edwards, they they finally started um, playing him as a starter, and he started succeeding as a starter as well. When he started taking more shots, he was scoring. After they fired Ryan Sanders, um, Chris Finch looked at him and Kat, and he was like, here, here are the keys. And that man started balling. And I think he's flown under the radar because nobody cares about the Timberwolves. No offense, but it's the truth. Nobody cares about the Timberwolves. Nobody watches the Timberwolves. It's the truth. It's sad. And LaMelo is a more marketable a, player, giving his family, giving his father, and yeah. given that Bleacher Report doesn't really um, care about not having, not getting clicks from him. So that's, like, that's for example, why I asked because I'll go ahead. No, no, no. So the Hornets just lost by like 37, I think. That's the final score, 144 to 117. Jeez. And we're probably going to see like three LaMelo highlights. So I just got to throw it out there. I'm not trying to be a hater or anything. Obviously, LaMelo is the more marketable star, but Anthony Edwards deserves rookie of the year. Yeah, that's why I asked because, like, even though I think with LaMelo's injuries, if you paid attention, Anthony Edwards wasn't that far off. Like, LaMelo could have just gone on a slump for three, four games, and still I think Anthony Edwards could have had a big shot in there. So, but, yeah, anyone else? Any thoughts? Yeah, I I think I'm going to be honest. And I think the only reason why LaMelo didn't win is because of the injury. I think he was a runaway favorite. I get the point you're saying markability, you know, being here, seeing him on Bleach Report, seeing him on Twitter here and there. But the dog, he's speaking. Look look where the Hornets are right now. They got a good team. Don't get me wrong. I think they have a really good team. But LaMelo, LaMelo's a big part of that team and how they're super successful and why they're even in a play-in match. Of course, they got smoked. But yeah, I'm also I'm gonna give credit to Anthony Edwards because in the beginning of the season he was pretty he was pretty awful. For a number one pick, he was pretty bad. But he stepped it going, he got it going. He's been playing sensational basketball as of late and for a couple of months now. And I think, like you said, the number one thing that happened that best for him this season was Ryan Saunders getting fired. And that just freed Oof. him. And he's been he's been on a tear. So I'm not mad at it. Anthony Edwards, look at here. I'm not mad at it. Even though I'm a LaMelo guy. That's my guy. Listen, well, all I'm gonna say is this: I watched, I watched them play two times this year, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and they played the Knicks. That was the worst basketball team on the planet. Like, bad, so bad, 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 bad team, bro. So, I mean, he had to score 25. There's nobody else. I mean, I know, I know Malik Beasley. Uh, I mean, he's scoring 20. He had because the ball, like, like the ball has to fucking move around. Uh, I mean, like nobody, nobody on that court. I know, I know, Cat missed a lot of games this year. 
that was just a bad team. But he did he did show a lot of promise. Like this guy is gonna score thirty for a whole season one year. Like he is a yeah. like he is a bucket getter. Like he will get you a bucket anytime. He's a nasty, nasty man. But Lamelo, like he took his team. I don't want to say he took it because they do have a lot of talent. But nah, they're a good team. Like his play, it leads to winning. I think that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. I think like he impacts games. He wins games. He's not putting up stats just for fun. They're winning games because of him. And yeah, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, he's shown a lot of flashes of potential this season, I, and he's gonna be a super, super good player. I do want to say no disrespect to Lamelo with this pick, by the way. If you ask Ahmed, I said Lamelo might just become better than Doncic, and I think it's a hot take for right now. You told me wait Ahmed fifteen years. Well, he's not going to be better tomorrow. You got to wait until I said he's going to end up with more. 15's rings a little like bit. Luke is only like twenty one. I didn't I say fifteen though. He said I said fifteen because <laughs> the the whole Mahomes fucking Tom Brady argument. I mean that was even stupider. Like. No, what kind of argument is that? We are never seeing a player like Tom Brady ever again. Like, ever. We have to wait and see because we have a player who's more talented that we know. Bro, they were saying, listen, bro, they were saying the same thing when when A Rod won in 2010. They were saying the same thing. Oh, he's going to win four or five more, bro. 2009. You're a Yankees fan. You don't even know the year you won, son. Get out of here. It's 2009. No, no, I'm saying. No, he's talking about. I'm saying A Rodgers. And Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I always mix the two too. <laughs> and first of all, it wasn't even that was all Nick Swisher, baby. Let's throw back to my day. Oh what? Oh Aaron was the best player in that world, man. <laughs> that was him Nick Swisher, bro. Him and Rolly yeah. Bonnie is out of here, son. A was really good in that. that yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, Let's also, time out. Also, I'm a Brady, Brady and Rogers weren't getting comparisons in 2010 because Brady already had three championships at that point. Stop. I know, but, but you would look at A and you're like, oh, okay, he's definitely the most talented guy. He's, he's saying the same thing about Pat right now. And no, not me. Oh, oh not don't me. worry about it. No, people were saying, like, in the future, A-Rod could be better. That's what I mean. Exactly. You can't really say that on just because Mahomes has one ring and people are already comparing them. So That's what I'm saying, but yeah. I'm not comparing him. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, we were never going to see another, another player like Tom Brady. Like, no, I, I agree. I'm just saying. But I do understand the whole you have to wait and see argument because, I mean, we don't know what Mahomes is going to do. We know how talented he yeah. is and we know what he can do. So instantly just writing him off isn't the smartest thing to do. But if I had to bet, I wouldn't think that he would become better than Brady because I don't think anyone will ever be as good as Brady, or at least for my lifetime. I think hey, I winning think... one Super Bowl is hard enough. <laughs> Imagine winning yeah, seven of them. After what Eric just said, I think SVS and Sportfellas might have to do a trade. I'll take Eric. <laughs> Me and him will run our own podcast. Because I got so much hate for that, bro. Eric, I was telling them, I was like, it's something that you have to wait and but see. But you were telling me to wait 15 years. But that's when Mahomes why, why, is going to retire. But, why, but yeah. why are you telling this argument now, bro? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, NBA, NBA, NBA awards? Yeah. NBA awards? Yeah. Yeah. What happened to that? <laughs> that's good. That's crazy. Uh, defensive player of the year. There's surprise, no surprise. Shaquille O'Neal is coming into the podcast, joining us to announce Rudy Gobert, <laughs> hey. his boy, his best friend. Thank you, Sha- Shaquille. Yeah, sponsored by whatever, one of the 35 companies he has. Um, what's that? What's the one that he's in the commercial with Icy Hot? Icy shit? Hot? Icy Hot. Yeah, yeah. we're sponsored Gold by Bond, them. Whatever. Icy Hot. Whatever. But yeah, Rudy Gobert. Is it, was there much of a... Uh... No. No. I think there is. I think a little bit. And it might be my bias, but I think Bam. Oh, no. I think I think the voters are so like out, out, 
outdated with when they're talking about centers specifically and what they what their like requirements or criteria is for our center winning defensive play of the year. When you talk about Bam out about yo, he can guard one two five, bro, and it is elite at guarding one two five. So maybe if the voters just get like more of an advanced like look at the center position because bro, centers now are are changing, they're evolving, they're not the prototypical old style centers. And don't get me wrong about Rudy Gobert because I voted for him, Gobert. I voted for him, and what he does at his in his own thing, he's so elite. He's probably one of the best all time at it. But I think they need to look at guys like Bam Adebayo as the future for of defensive player years. I agree. Oh, uh, versatility. It's going to start like, especially as we see the league keep evolving and stuff. I think versatility is going to become even more and more important, and you won't really be able to see defenders as often as you see like. Dikembe Mutombo, because Dikembe Mutombo, he wasn't a great perimeter defender. He was really good down low, but he won four defensive player of the years doing that. I don't think in the future we'll see a guy win four defensive player of the years while having very little perimeter defense. Like, it's going to keep becoming more and more important. Yeah, that's the argument I'm trying to say. Any shout for Mr. Clint Capello? No, yeah, I want to shout Clint. Yeah, Andres, Andres, why do you hate? Why do you hate him? Why do you hate him? I, I knew, bro. I knew, I knew it was gonna happen. I've told you this ten thousand times. I don't got hate in my heart, bro. Okay, why do you dislike him? Because I remember. I just want y'all to know. I remember we were talking about it, and I was talking about the Rockets roster once. It was like twenty eighteen or something. And I was talking about how good Clint Capella was, and he goes, "Bro, he's really not that good, though." He's Swiss. He's Swiss Hassan Whiteside. That's literally who he is. He's. What are you talking about, bro? Literally, even that Hawks is pretty disrespectful. That is so disrespectful. Thank y'all. Y'all see how he be talking? I, I, maybe we do need to do a trade because this is ridiculous. Very <laughs> <laughs> yo comparing him to Hassan Whiteside is very disrespectful. To it's be the quite truth, honest. though, bro. Even <laughs> Hawks fans will tell you he's been like Capella, even more so than Trey Young. Like has been more consistent than Trey Young. Yeah, Trey Young will have a span of like eight straight mediocre games. Mediocre Clint Capella is consistent. I've talked to multiple Heat fans or Hawks fans who keep giving him praise because he's that good. If he was on the Heat right now, you'd be praising him. Hell oh, no. Sure. Oh, I'd my. Probably, I'd probably train him for a bag of sour Skittles, honestly. You can't say yeah, that. Yeah, yo, listen. That, man. Come on I'll now. take a Capella on the Heat, bro. Thank you. I would you. take a Capella oh, on the Heat. Stop goodness. it. You know that, bro. Let's not. Because but, nah, backup, yeah, Capella's cool. Our backup center is Dwayne Dedman. Who is pretty good. He's he's elite for two million. I'm not gonna pay Clink about twenty five thousand to get offensive no, no, rebounds yeah. and dunk offensive the basketball like Whiteside did. Hell no. Nah, nah, yeah, twenty five million. No way, no way. I, I think he is overpaid. I think what he does is super limited, but he's really good, man. He's good. He can get you limited. a rebound, and he's gonna give you. Yeah, he's limited, but twenty five million, dude. Andre Drummond's getting how much? And he's getting. He's not that good either. MLE, but you can't. Yeah, I mean. I like Capella. I think he deserves that. I, I like Capella. There, you know? I just don't think he's better than Bam. That's all. You got no. That's that's bro. Listen, there's a lot of players that are not better than Bam though. Like, yeah, there's only like we know that. Uh, Look at him. I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. I'm pretty sure I'll say right now, Bam's better than Randall. I can say he that. He is. I think Bam's better. It's what I'm telling him to pull the tape on what happened all three games. Yeah. That's oh, right. I forgot to say it. We were talking about Randall most approved. I'm like, Randall's such a good player until he matches up with Bam. And when Bam gets on him, that's clams, though. I know, but bro, it's, it's I know, but you're f- talking like like he's like scoring oh, seven points per game or something. He's still giving you 20, 10, and four. That's not that's not locking him huh? down. You know what locking him down? Maybe it's oh. different. 
I'm the real Revis fan. Lockdown <laughs> means you're not scoring. You're not doing nothing, bro. That's what I, that's what I'm talking about. Lockdown. Bro, Tika, where you at, bro? Running away. <laughs> Johnny, what's the next award? The next award, uh, you want to tell us about the f- team we chose for the All NBA first team? Oh, we're we're done with the awards. Yeah, we man, that's it, right? Them? We really? did we did MVP Jokic, Most Improved Player Randall, Defensive Player Gobert, Rookie yep. of the Year Anthony Edwards, Coach of the Year Tom Thibodeau, and Sixth Man of the Year Joe Ingles. All right. So before we move on, let's listen to these numbers from from Julius Randle. 20 points, 10 rebounds on 40% from the field and 29% from three. A 50% true shooting percentage. He was ass when Ben was on that boy. All right. Now let's move on to the NBA team. I mean, I'm just throwing this out there. I was just looking up some stats. Julius Randle had a game against the Heat this year where he had 26, 13, and 7 on 56%. So he's not Ooh. some scrub against them or anything. So do you, let's look at the numbers when Bam guards him. Huh? Let's look so at the numbers when Bam guards him. Bam guards him. Bam guards him. Bam guards him because, the because, because Miami's so. defense is weird. Bro, <laughs> yeah, bro. They play zone. They, they switch they play a lot. zone against us. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, and we forced Julius to the and, and what happened? And we beat you guys twice. Yeah, okay, bro. Actually, three times. Three times. Three times. Even better. So, but let's get into the all NBA teams. We were this this topic is a very hard topic because um we 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 are not voters, so we don't get to play around with people's money like these um journalists do. And before we begin, I just wanted to let you guys know that this is our votes, not what we believe is gonna happen. This is our voting. If you have a problem, come see one of us and we'll probably we'll gladly talk to you about what happened or fight, whatever is better. So yeah. All NBA first team, we were all in agreement that Stephen Curry, Damian Lillard, Giannis Antoine Kumpo, Nikola Jokic, and Joel Embiid should be the first team. Now, I'm going to break it down by player. <clears throat> Damian Lillard had CJ, and he had Nurk injured for like 15 games. They went 11-4, and he was averaging over 30, shooting like 46% from three. Um, there was a stretch where he was injured, and he was forced to play, and the Blazers were losing games by like one, two, and five or seven points. Um, Damian Lillard, as uh, as you guys know, as anyone listens to this knows, I am an avid Damian Lillard fan. I'm not even being biased right now, but <laughs> I think that Damian Lillard deserves the credit. Number two, Stephen Curry. He doesn't even need an introduction. Top 10 player of all time. Um, the Warriors look like a lottery team without him playing. He elevated his game in the second half of the year when Steve Kerr finally decided to use his brain and realized he had the top 10 player of all time. He was like, you know what, Steph? Go shoot more threes. Go do your thing and just be Steph. Just be you. And Steph was him. And the Warriors were, you know, what's funny. So the Warriors lost the game against the Wizards and the and the and who was they lose? Oh, like the Pelicans. But then they beat like the Lakers. Then they beat the Jazz. They beat the Suns. So we already know who Stephen Curry is. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo, someone that's flown under the radar. Um, after he signed his extension, the media decided, you know what? We're not gonna pay attention to you anymore. Fuck you, same Milwaukee. But Giannis is having an amazing year. What he's doing this season has only been done by one other player in NBA history, which was Giannis last year. So Giannis deserves to be first team. Um, Nikola Jokic, I mean, there's no introduction for this man either. MVP, a walking 26-10-5, efficient from twos, threes, and the free throw line. And then Joel Embiid, um, probably the most do- one of the most, if not the most, dominant center of the game when he's in shape and when he actually tries on both sides of the court. So that's what we got for all NBA first team. Wardell, Dame. Giannis, Jokic, and Embiid. You know what's crazy? A lot of things. 
that whole spiel and everything, you just casually said Curry's top 10 all time. Oh, God. You're gonna I have no problem about it. I have no problem with, with confidence, it. too. How, with confidence and just because casually just saying that. Oh, my God. I, I need to go. I need to go. I need to. I think he might be, but right now I don't think he's top ten all time. Y'all, y'all really want to get him going? Ask him who's better between Curry or Durant. No, I know, I, I bro, I know, Ooh. I heard. Good lord, this man. Oh, Andres, Andres, yes, yes sir. Who's better, Curry or Durant? <laughs> Wardell, Stephen Curry, the second. Bro, he's not wrong. Oh what's God. what's what's the issue? Not even close. No, no issue at issue? all. I have no issue. But this man is so firm in that opinion. He thinks you're. That's what I'm saying. He pretty much thinks you're an idiot. Bro, if you otherwise, I, listen, bro. man. I don't. I'm not, I'm not, what's that, what's that word called? Oh my goodness. There's a word where, I'm not, oh my God, I can't think of the word right now, but I'm not a closed-minded person. Like, I'll listen to what you're saying, but I just don't agree with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people complain <laughs> that, I forgot the word, man. Hard-headed? Hey, listen, I listen, Andres, I'm going to be honest, bro. You're 100% right. Steph okay. Curry does not get the respect. Listen, man, I, I got the journey. approval. This is the same guy. Same guy that say Clay Thompson is a better shooter than Stephen Curry, by the way. Who? I said he him, has him right better there, shooting form. He has better he, shooting form. What does that mean to so. me, bro? What does that mean to me? Loney Laza. Loney Laza. He's a better shooting form. That's bro. a rare. That's Two a L's. Rare, that's, Two that's, L's. That's a rare occasion. Why, bro? Yo, you were sick, bro. Okay. You were sick, Yo, motherfucker. does bro. not get any respect at all. Oh, yes, he bro. does. Yes, he does. Come on. Who? Steph Durant Curry? doesn't get the respect. Kevin Durant, he, he Kevin Durant doesn't touch Curry Steph. Does. No, Steph doesn't get his flowers either. Kevin Durant is uh, one of the greatest. Well, listen, if you know the live. game, you know the game. Curry's. I, I'm. I have no problem with him being top ten. I just. I, it was kind of shocking because, bro, if you're watching it like video on YouTube, look at my face when he said that. I was just like shocked because I never really second, thought bro. about Curry. Kurt. I never really thought about Curry being top 10 all time. Curry, I might have to put him in consideration because he's the second best point guard of all time, right? Curry, That's, I yeah, think behind, behind Mario Chalmers. He like, single-handedly stopped LeBron is James he? from Mario becoming Chalmers. the greatest basketball player of all time. Single-handedly? Single-handedly. Single-handedly? Sorry, we're going to we're gonna ignore... He, bro, bro, listen, listen. Oh, oh my God. Are you gonna oh, just complain? Teams can't draft good players. They can't bro. sign good players. There's always help. Steph Curry was the most important player in NBA history to stopping LeBron James from becoming the greatest player. You are out of your mind. All four no, years. More that's your only okay. cri- All four years. top 10 is because he stops LeBron? No, but Stop. that's oh, a just, big, big thing, bro. Oh, you just ignore history. It is. Gonna, but it's not just Curry, gonna, though, dude. What the hell? You're just going to ignore the biggest Clay Thompson? Part. You're going to ignore Kevin Durant? Just disregard the fact the that I'll be the first one to tell you that – that game five, right, or or game six, when uh, I think I think it was him and Draymond had that whole thing, right? He's out for six and seven, or I think just no, game no, no, six. No. The the spiel, the beef happened game five. So game five, he was, missed game six. So what happened was Draymond got a tech, and then after the game, um, the Mickey was crying and said that it should be a flagrant. So they Listen, yeah. the foul to a flagrant, and then he got suspended for game six. I'll be the first one this to tell bullshit. you that was that was a gift. Okay, but after that, it's still time to play ball, right? LeBron James and Kyrie Irving were amazing, right? hundred percent. Let's just don't don't forget. And listen, like I'm all MJ over over LeBron, but LeBron James sometimes he gets a little way too much disrespect. Let's not just oh. totally forget him. But hold on, but hold on, hold on. 
Ole That's Miss funny coming just, from you, man. I know, I know, I know, I know. But this this really just pisses me off. Let's not forget that Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry went crying to the Hamptons. Kevin Durant, please, 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 please come, please come, right? So let's not forget about that, right? Come on now, bro. You're LeBron, you're more so Draymond Green. More so Draymond Green, though. Stop it. Call them in the pocket. Steph Curry. Bro, that's Stop. Steph Curry's team. You, yeah, yeah, Steph that's Curry doesn't say yes. Statement. Stop that. Kevin Durant that's doesn't come there. Sure. And, and I love Curry, bro. Go on to, Curry, they would still win the championship the next year. I mean, we can't Who? prove that, but the Warriors. Hey. Of course they would. Really? Of course they would. If you swap Kevin Durant. Oh, that was that was the same team that was down 3-1 to the OKC Thunder. If you swap Kevin Durant with Tiku right now, I'm telling you. They still win no the championship. No way. I don't believe that. I don't think I they win any championships without Kevin Durant. I'm well, sorry. We're not gonna I know be it's a hypothetical. To, fortunately right. for us, we're not going to be able to prove it. We can't prove that. Do but you, Curry... You know why? I'm gonna you call know why, Eric? Eric, why? I'm going to call it on just real quick because what he's about to say is hypothetical. Don't count. He sets up so many hypothetical positions just for <laughs> when you bite on them, he says you can't do that. That's that's his thing, and he always catches That's you. true. You did the, just no, set it up. The... The only beef is that what he said about about Steph Curry yeah, did all this to LeBron. He's better all time than KD, bro. There's no argument around it. KD's, KD's not even better than Harden right now, bro. Okay. Oh my. God. Oh, right now. Yo, right I'm, now, yeah. Oh, right, right now, now right now. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's still. He's, he's even right there. You never know, Ahmed. What a killer stance, bro. Reaction. Take a stance no, right now. Who's bro? Kevin Durant has not been better than Harden since 2016. No troll. Oh, 2017. No. Durant no was better than Harden. Don't do that. No, Let's, bro. No. Bro, Kevin Durant played Stop defense it. too, by the way. Oh, we're gonna do this, That's bro. True. He did. Come That's on, true. Man. That's true. You gotta look at both sides of the court, dude. Johnny, let's move on to the next topic, bro. All NBA second team. Come on now. All NBA second team. Go, go, go. I know exactly what you're gonna say, bro. Now I just want to say how we first team All NBA undress went right to Damian Lillard. He couldn't wait. That's all I'm gonna say. He had to say. As we go to the second team, who's gonna say the second team? Second team. I'll say it. I got you right now. We got Chris Paul at the guard position. We got Paul George. We got Luka Doncic, Kawhi Leonard, and then Julius Randle. This would have been an argument if 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 oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I'm still gonna bring it up. So mind you, the viewers, we had a whole discussion um about who deserves the second team more? At the end, of course, as we said, they both made it. But I want I want Ahmed and Andres to debate this. Let's just say we didn't have Show them down. in the second team. Who deserves to make the All-NBA second team more? Julius Randle or Spont- Paul George? Spontaneous five on the clock? Yeah, basically. On I guess. So Andres, go first because, you know, you're the master debater here. So I'm not, go listen, first. Andres, not, not for real. We're going to do Paul George saying – you got less than a minute to make the argument. So, so Paul George was better than Julius Randle this season because number one, defense is a part of the game, and Paul George was statistically one of the best wings in the game this year. Number two, because he was a second fiddle to Kawhi Leonard, and Julius Randle was the number one option in New York, which means he gets all the touches, he gets all the shots, and everything is ran through him. And number three, the Clippers finished as the four seed, and they had a better record than the Knicks. It's gonna, they're gonna say it's gonna be by like um, four or five games or whatever, but they were still like he still made it happen. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, when they were on the floor together, they were the second best duo in the NBA according to offense, defense, and the net rating. There's zero um, ar- other argument to be made. Period. Uh, I'm gonna drop the mic right there. Ahmed, go ahead. Okay. 
Only, only on Randall. No counter arguments. Go. Julius Randall averaged more points, more rebounds, more assists. What had a lesser team took them. He could say the same thing about about him and Kawhi Leonard being the best duo. How about this? How about when when Julius Randall and Derrick Rose are on the court? They have a like a like a top three record in the East. Lesser, bro. He's got less to work with, and he's done better. Shooting wise, you can't like, bro. Paul George is known to be a better shooter, but Julius Randle is shooting the same amount. So more points, more rebounds, and his and his team is ahead. Uh, his team is fourth seed, and he's by far the best player on the team. We can't say that Paul George is the best player on that team. Oh, all, but and and listen, all due respect to Paul George, great, okay. great player, great guy too. Andres, smart guy. If you know, any what I'm counters about. to that, but any counters. <laughs> When Paul George was on the floor, the Clippers had the number one offense in the league. When he was off the floor, they had the number eight the offense in the league. That's when so he was on the but, but how many games are we talking about here, though? Like some game from like we're talking so... about minutes, bro. We're not talking about games. We're talking about minutes. Oh, so when he was off the court? Yes, the it, the minutes were close. It's... It was it was like eleven hundred on the court and then like nine hundred off the court. Well, listen, I saw I saw the on and off numbers. It's not that different. We're talking like, like the way you talk about Paul George, like, like he's a top five player in the league. You he take is. a top five player off the league. No, I'm the numbers are not that. He's top 11. Not that close. Go look at the numbers. It's not that close. Yes, they are a better team with Paul George on the court, but of course, I mean, he's a great player. But it's, they it's played. Not that cr- they played a one thousand eight hundred and twenty-one minutes with him and one thousand six hundred thirty-five minutes without him. So yes, it's close. Boom. I know, but but it's it's not, it's not crazy. You just said that the number of minutes is OD. Wait, you said five hundred minutes. That's a lot. No, but I'm saying I'm, oh, I'm saying two hundred. I'm saying the shooting. I'm oh, saying the oh, shooting, the passing, the defense. It's it's not a big a big dip when yes, he's off the is, court. Bro, yes, it is. When okay, it's so not, when when Julius Randle is off the court, the offense. When, when Julius Randle is off the court, the Knicks. It's the same. It's the same offense and defense, bro. It's the same ranking. Uh, I'm telling you right now, as a Knicks fan who watched every single game this year. Especially early on when Julius Randle's off the court, bro. That's why he played forty minutes a game because he had to. Yeah. Come on now, bro. Right. Yeah, okay. RJ, was, RJ wasn't playing forty-five minutes as well, right? Okay. Yeah, and he was okay. struggling. Bro, he was right, listen, 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 yeah. listen, listen, listen. Three to start that's, off. That's that's we're gonna cut the argument that's off perfect. there. It was it was <laughs> that was great. But all, the, bro, that, all respect to Paul George, bro. All respect. Uh, it's Eric or Tiku, any of you guys? Flowers. Eric or Tiku, any of yeah. you guys want to give any opinions? I I'm I'm definitely on the boat that. I think Paul George has been better than him this season, but I feel like Julius Randle should be over him. Yeah, Just for I'm the fact the that he's enough. Yeah, I think he should be on the second team all NBA. I get Paul George, but when you talk about Randle, Randle's the number one option on that team. And like Ahmed said, to be honest, the Knicks are not that good without him. Um, I think they've gotten better, especially with Derrick Rose coming in. And he does his stuff. He's been very vital to them. But Randall, Randall's super of like without him. Clippers, hypothetical, I know, but like if the if Kawhi, if Paul George goes down, Kawhi's probably stepping oh, up. They no have comparison. a solid team. And, what? and you can and also you can't like you you compare Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and you compare their value together. You can't do that with Julius Randall, because who else is on the level of Kawhi Leonard? That's that's a partner to him. So it's uh, you can't use that argument for Randall, of course. So I think Randall deserves wait, wait. to be a second team. That's just because Eric. Eric is gonna give 
Oh, I have to Eric. I just want to touch real quick. I'm gonna let him go on whatever little rant he's about to go. I just want to touch on that. I'm on the Julius Randle side just because I do think it matters that he's the number one option compared to yeah. being the number two. And also, Andres is gonna get mad here. I remember Andres tweeting after every single game because what Paul George was doing was crazy for the first two months or however long. He was putting up ridiculous shooting splits. He was shooting 50% from three on however many attempts. Realistically, over the last two months, he's been like average efficiently. Like if that, like he's his efficiency has dropped off huge. And that's a big part of what your talking point was. So I think if he kept that up consistently, he'd be MVP arguably because he was playing out of his mind. But because he didn't keep that up, it makes it close between them. What? On just what? Three things. Oh, brother. Number one, we've seen what Paul George can do when he's the number one option. He was top three in defensive player of the year. He was top three in MVP, and he had he was averaging 29 points per game on insane efficiency. Number two, Julius Randle next to Kawhi Leonard wouldn't be the same player. Why? Because Julius Randle can't play off ball, and he needs the ball to succeed. No offense. Number three, Paul George's numbers dipped because he was playing through a toe injury. When he got rid of that injury, what happened? I mean, what he got better. Okay. What happened? No, 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 no. Answer the question. Okay. You, okay. Yes. It, yes. He started getting better. You answer this question. Do injuries matter? Does it matter how they play? How they play with the injury? Does it matter? Yes. It should so matter. It, it should matter. All my favorite players get injured. It should matter. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And it does matter. That's why in this case, if Paul George never gets injured, keeps shooting 50% from three on 12 attempts per game. I'm sure we would all agree that Paul George deserves it over him. But he got injured. It affected his play. LeBron got injured. That's why he's not our MVP. Embiid got injured. That's Shame why he's not our MVP. Shame on you, Shame on you. That's true. Injury. That's a terrible, you got, you that's a terrible counter-argument, though. You, you have to my argument, injuries, they do affect My players. argument is, is strictly this year. I know Paul George is a, is a better player all around. That's not a debate yeah. here. I'm just bro, saying you this said Julius Randle was a top five player in the NBA, bro. Come on. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when, bro, when? Let me know when, bro. Let me know. I said that is something you would say, Ahmed. No, top five. MVP we're gonna keep it voting, up. and I stand by that. Top, bro, if we're gonna put Steph Curry oh. back then when they were when they were nine seed, ten seed, and, and and I mean, bro, they were talking about Steph Curry being MVP. Then, bro, I, Julius Randle should be up there. That I stand by, but yeah, I never said Julius Randle is a top five player in the NBA. Andres is just. <laughs> this is what Andres does, and it's funny that, bro. Andres, but we're not talking about all fucking decade team. We're talking about this year's 2021 season. I know. Not, so, we know what Paul George can do as a number one option. It is close, not, though. We're not going to sit here. It is close. It is close. And that's why he's they're both made on. the team. They're both on. Exactly. Yeah, we both made it. But I'm just bringing it up because, to be honest, let's just say Embiid goes to play center, and then we, we have to put two forwards or whatever. Yeah, okay, hypothetically, if that was the case and we did put Embiid as the second team center – yeah, I personally would have Randall over Paul George just for this I game. would have Randall as well. Oh, and then Luca at the guard. No, nope. sorry, Andres. Sorry, Jimmy. bro. It would be Jimmy over Randall because Randall didn't have a better than a uh, better year than Jimmy either. Come on, Speak- Andres. Okay. Well, you know I Speaking love of Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. Though, so. All right, we're gonna let's get pass this argument now. Speaking of Jimmy Butler, let's go into the third team. Uh, Andres, you want to read that off? So. It was this was the hardest one for us to choose. Um, we were we were talking about this probably for like 12 minutes before we agreed on um, five players. So we agreed on Trey Young, Mr. Kyrie Irving, Mr. 50 40 90 Kyrie Irving, Mr. Locker Room Cancer Kyrie Irving, Mr. Oh, yeah. Vegetarian Kyrie Irving. That Ramadan one, Kyrie. That one, Ramadan Ramadan Kyrie. Kyrie. Shout out to Kyrie fucking Irving, yo. 
Um, <laughs> we were in agreement on Mr. LeBron James. No. On, no. no. We took him we out. Took him out. We took him out. We took him out. Which is the biggest. That's a hot take. The biggest. A lot of people are going to be complaining about that hot take, but honestly, well, um, like I said, you can come see us <laughs> if you have a problem. You know, Come see us in the, in the, in the six. six. Come see us. See us on the so, we agreed outside, bro. Jason Tatum and Jimmy Butler. And then the center, mm-hmm. it was hard. Uh, I did forget who we agreed on. Gobert. Gobert. I think we was it Gobert? Gobert. Yeah. 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 Which yeah. I think so, that's well-deserved. So, yeah. So, this sure. is the thing, right? James Harden, top three player in the NBA. We all know this. Games played? No. Unfortunately, he doesn't meet the criteria. Now, if we're going to be consistent, since we are objective journalists here, we're going to be consistent <laughs> with um, King James, and we're going to say that Mickey doesn't deserve to be an all-NBA team member. Do we think that he's going to be left off a of team and he's going to miss out on $3 million? Hell fucking no. no. But that's the know. NBA awards, and this is the um, Sports Fellows versus Shirt V. Skin awards. So we were on an agreement that Trey Young, Kyrie Irving, Jason Tatum, um, Jimmy Butler, and Rudy Gobert deserve to be mentioned on an all-NBA team, period. So if you guys have a problem with that, come see us in a 646 or the 718, or you can go mm-hmm. to Texas. Honorable mentions, baby, to Devin Booker. We yeah, had to Devin make Booker, honorable mentions. That, that was tough leaving Booker off. I'm not going to lie. I had him in my 13. Andre's just shaking that hurt. his head, but he deserves it. Come on. I know you, we're Chris Paul fans, but he deserves it. What did we have the argument with? Over um, Chris Paul? You think so? No, 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 no. no. I'm had, saying, no, yeah, I think Chris, Chris Paul over him, but I'm saying he, I think he, yeah. I could be wrong, but from Andres, from my point of view, it looks like Andres is diminishing Devin Booker to make Chris Paul seem better. Chris I'm Paul's not diminishing better? him. I'm just saying that if Chris <laughs> Paul is going to be on – you said the same shit like two hours ago on Twitter. Get out of here. So if you're going to put Chris Paul <laughs> no, on the second that. team, if you're going to put Devin Booker on all-NBA second team and not have Chris Paul on the team at all, then you're wrong. That, see, oh, yeah, I agree yeah, with that, but we okay, have – that's that. what I said. I, but I we have Chris Paul's second team, so you shaking your head when we say Devin Booker third team makes no sense to me. Because I don't think Devin Booker had a better year than Jimmy or than Tatum or than whoever else. Trey Young, maybe. Yeah, no, no. No, 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 no. I love Trey Young, I think man. Booker – I, I had hell Booker hell my no, third team. No, I, I think Trey Young – Trey Young, I don't know about that. Trey Jimbo, Young I don't know 10. about that. Jason Tatum and Booker, it's close, but Trey Young, bro, like. But this is just a free yeah, style position at this team. point. Yeah, a lot of injuries. That man was special. Uh, I just so, wanted to let you guys know. So Russell Westbrook played every minute in the first quarter, and he's starting the second quarter. So it'll be interesting to see oh, how many minutes he logs up tonight. I just want to. I just want to throw this out there. Can what? we talk about how Luca did not improve at all from last year? I'm throwing that out there. That Ooh. man. Sure. That he oh think about it. Where was he better this year? Three point shooting, it went up three percent. Other than that, that what got better? And he struggled. But he was just oh, he just I know he's just so good though. But no, but my thing is we were sitting here, or at least I was, and a lot of people I talked to were saying the MVP is his to lose. Well, injuries oh. aren't necessarily what killed him, and yet he's still nowhere in the MVP talks because I mean, it yeah. just wasn't good enough. I know what he I got think, better at. Yeah, what fell baiting. And what? Oh, what? Foul baiting. Foul baiting. Foul baiting. Yeah. Foul baiting. So I have a lot of players in this league. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. A what do you talk about, Luka? You know, the th- yeah, the thing about Luka Doncic is that he's just so good. Like, his yeah. floor is just so, so special. He's so talented, like, overall. Like, where does he actually – where where does he improve as a player? See, but I don't know. Defense, defensively. 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 really needs to improve. But, but how, how much – his physical physique, like, how he is and his, his – 
measurables. Like, how how is he going to become a good defender? And it, I mean, I'm just throwing this out there. Same like, thing about Trey Young. Whenever I watched yeah. Mavs yeah, games, exactly. passing didn't look like it got any better from last year. If anything, it didn't look as good. Last year's passing looked a little better to me. His scoring, he didn't mm-hmm. score as much. His rebounding, I don't think yeah. he rebounded as much. His defense still didn't improve at all. Like, I yeah. for a guy that's entering his third year and coming off of in coming into a season where a lot of people thought he could win MVP, I just didn't yeah. see what I was expecting. I get it. I get. I think a lot of it had to do. He started off pretty bad in the Mavericks. Yeah, I know yeah, started yeah. off pretty bad, and he started step picking it over. Like they started getting good, and also I think he needs a, a true number two. He that does, can help him. I don't think Chris does. Uh, Chris Tops and Andres was there first episode. What did we say, Andres? About Mark KP. Chris Porzingis. Because he's super overrated. Now, hopefully, you guys can see it now. He's yeah, super yeah. overrated. So, so I'm going to counter what Eric was saying, or honestly, not even counter, just agree with him. At the beginning of the season, everyone was like, oh, Luke is going to turn water into wine. He's going to win MVP. He's going to be him. And now the narrative is, Hey, well, the Mavericks turned it off 10 and 16, and look yeah. at where they got. Like, you don't and, get to flip the script. And on that's that. the most annoying thing to me is, oh, well, look how they started and look where they ended. But the part of the reason they started so yeah. bad was because of him. Like, you can't use that argument. Yeah. And and no, the, part of the reason I'm so upset about it is because I picked him to win MVP, and then he came out like this, Same. which can't come, came out like this. He still is a good player. That's why we have him second team. But he just wasn't what I expected this year. I expected more. I had Luke on my first team. Yeah, over I look on my who did. Wow. But the problem about that is I think Embiid and Jokic do deserve that, it. Mm, I just personally honest. when when with the center, the center position, like I didn't want to put like a random at fucking Bro, center and NBA the is so stupid so with that whole oh well he can be yeah. a guard and a forward, he can be a forward and a center. Like, yeah, that, that's, that, that's confusing. It. Just fucking put players. In honestly, who gives a fuck? Kind of just fuck needs that. to be honestly. I think that's what, what I what did. Should do personally for me is just have four guards and like four exactly. guards forwards mixed and then just one center. Like that's how I think they should. One be. big man. Yeah, yeah one I, big I, man I and then less. four others and then. Yeah. That, yeah. But it's tough to classify big man. You know, like what can yeah. you like? Come I mean, out and you say what's a big man? Like Embiid, you know? jo- that that and then that does cause more problems because then Embiid and Jokic, neither of them would be exactly. able to. So, I don't know. No exactly. matter what happens, no one's going to be satisfied with how it goes. Yeah, exactly. That's, you have to have that mindset going into any voting. Like, you're not going to satisfy everything. And which is funny about which you, I had Luka winning MVP too. And it's funny, last season I had Jokic winning MVP. So, maybe next season Luka wins. <laughs> so. You pick a KPJ next year? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God, man. I, I, I know should have been cares, here. but I had Dame and I came pretty damn close. So, uh, Close, pretty- yeah, not bad. Maybe top, top 10. Somewhere, <laughs> real funny. Out there somewhere. Funny how. Uh, clown. Anyway, before funny, like before before we get into the trivia, any um, seeing as the Bradley playoffs. Beale. Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal. What's the respect on his name? Russell Westbrook, more so. Where's the respect wait, wait, for Russell Westbrook, bro? He said, like, I said we should put some right. respect on Bradley Beal. I think what? Russell Westbrook. Let me look up, Russell let me look up respect man. in the in the dictionary. Yo. Because I think Russell Westbrook's name will, will show up, not not Bradley Beal. Yeah, man. Oh what is Bradley Beal? Like, I mean, he's, he's just 31 again. He just vibes. That's all he is. Stop it. Vibes and complaining. Nice. I used to love Bradley Beal, bro, but dude complains so much and does nothing to help his team, bro. It's like you when you're watching on my street. 31 points a game. Nothing. I wouldn't say nothing. He's still... Okay, he's contributing points, points, but his complaints are unfounded as if, like, 
he yeah, threw up like 75 points and won his team the game. Like, no, bro. Yo, no, you can't blame him. him. Like, like, John Wall has been... No, no. Let Mickey... It's not to blame. Mickey fucking complains but every game. He can't... He can't... We know what uh, our general thoughts about LeMickey, bro. But... Fucking, <laughs> on you, LeMickey. <laughs> fucking Bradley Beal. Like, I've seen clips of him walking, strolling through the court, and then yelling and, like, complaining at the end of the game. You don't do that. You can't do that. Nah, he's weirder than that, but he's still a good player. Yeah, I was thinking about that, that whole stuff about him, like, not even trying on plays and just standing in the corner. That was this year, and that feels like last year. Like, that's how long yeah. this felt for me. Like, this year, yeah, just, it. like, it hasn't ended. And The Wizards' season in general is just It's felt forever. Confusing. So much yeah. ups and downs. Like, no, they're but, in the game yeah. right now, hopefully. Maybe they beat both. Eric, Eric said it on our pod, I think, two weeks ago. He was like, bro, I feel like the Wizards have a game every fucking day. And it literally they, felt like yeah. they were playing every they day. Did. Yeah, well, they did. All if those you, Russell Westbrook tweets every day, yeah. it feels like. Mark, what I say about Mark, bro, that dude averages a tweet every three minutes, bro. And it's yeah, straight up Russell a... Westbrook, 95%. Russell Westbrook or Alex Len <laughs> recently. So, yeah. Usually negative about Alex Len. Yeah, he, he likes Alex Len. Are we uh are we gonna go straight into trivia or you guys wanna cover no. just before that? There has been a topic that's that's kind of taken over the, the whole basketball world, and I maybe, maybe Tigu knows, but how about Kwame Brown coming out and doing all this nonsense? <laughs> how about Kwame Brown? Kwame Brown? What did he do? I don't know. I haven't kept up. You're well, talking bro, shit. You, like you need to wake up sometimes. Seriously, <laughs> but I'm saying read the like, room, bro. Kwame Brown. So basically, guy, uh, again, yeah, please just explain it. So, Johnny, you know how I always make fun of um Tiku in the group chat? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So basically, imagine Tiku reaching his breaking point and after just like 20 years. going off. After 20 years, this man started going off on Steven Jackson and um um who I know Gilbert Arenas and uh, all the smoke Matt podcasts. Barnes, I'm pretty sure. And Matt the Barnes. Barnes. So Kwame Brown, he was he was fed up. You know, like when people make fun of me, like I don't really care, but like there's a breaking point, you know what I'm saying? Like there's yeah. limits. So Kwame Brown reached his limit and he started calling them out for how soft they were, how Matt Barnes um got his wife clipped by Derek Fisher. And then in a oh nonchalant my. way, that's the funniest thing about it. He said oh it nonchalantly. <laughs> and you know, I'm happy for Kwame Brown. I don't know why, because memes about him for 20 years. So now when he speaks about it, it's a problem. Like, nah, fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the thing. Everyone was like, oh, come on, man. Some of it ain't that serious. Well, you can make jokes for 20 years and he responds. Obviously, he's going to hit his breaking point. So whenever he responds, I'm happy he finally did. Like, you can only take so yeah. much. And the thing is, like, a lot of times when certain people joke with you, if they're your friend or something, it'll start it, – you'll, like, shake it off and it'll be funny. When they stop being your friend and you can feel it's a different type of energy, well, then you're going to start feeling some type of way about it. And I think that's how he finally was. Like, he just – he yeah. couldn't handle it anymore. And it's pretty yeah. funny stuff. I'm Yeah, oh, I think it's absolutely to watch it, He's bro. cooking them. He's cooking like, them. Oh, he's cooking like, them he's, bad. He's, he's cooking, he's cooking them, them bad. And Steven Jackson, oh, Matt Barnes, those are, like, the tough guys of the NBA. <laughs> so, it's the just kind of care. funny. He wants and all I, the smoke, I love it. Bro. I love it. And any more. Yeah, all the smoke. That's, that's Yo, a good one. Yo, Kwame Brown, come come with come on this podcast, bro. Sports fellas, church for yeah. skins, whatever one you want. Oh, yeah, uh, well, we want to hear. I don't think everything. To be I honest, think, I don't think you want him on this podcast, bro. Yeah, because <laughs> I I've literally met outside of the Barclays, Stephen Jackson, Matt Barnes, and those motherfuckers are tall as fuck. So I'm not 
I ain't saying anything. <laughs> We're not saying anything. We're just oh. giving them a platform. Deep, they can come on too, bro. Said, I'm going to go about my day and just keep it pushing. Yeah. Hey, yeah, they can exactly. come on here and roast Kwame Brown. We don't mind. I just was... I want to... Folks might pull out my... They might be outside my house. Some, for so, some reason. Uh, yeah. Wait, before, Let... before we move on to um, the trivia, I know this is not my pod, but this is a joint pod. Um, I got to ask a bold... NBA playoffs prediction from each of you. Johnny, since you're the moderator, a bold prediction right now. You got five seconds. The New York Knicks are making the NBA finals. Uh, finals? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I said, hey, okay. I said Miami Heat last stuff. year. I said Miami Heat last year. Nobody agreed yeah, well, with you're me. you're definitely wrong. I mean, I said it All too, right, but that's just me. They are the hardest team to beat in seven, in my opinion. Defense okay. wins you games. Defense wins you titles. Tiku, you're on the clock. So for both West and East, right? Okay. Or, or we're doing East. Okay. Both. So I think NBA, whatever you want to call it. It will be the Brooklyn Nets versus the Phoenix Suns. Oh, he gave a final prediction total. Med, wow. the floor is yours. I have I have two two bold ones, one from the east side. I will okay. say this. This is really bold. Okay. The Bucks will come out of the East. Oh. And and on the West side, nor the Phoenix Suns or Jazz will reach the Western Conference Finals. Whoa, not even mm. Conference Finals? Yeah, so mm. second round peak. Wow. Eric, mm-hmm. thoughts? Mine was just going to be that I think Bucks beat the Nets, but y'all coming out with too much heat, so I don't know where <laughs> I'm going to go with this. Mine's seeming kind of mediocre now. Um, shoot. I'm that's pretty hot. Uh, that's pretty. Gosh. The Bucks beating the Nets? I'm, hot, bro. I'm just going to throw this out there because I want to make it yeah. – if I'm right, I'm going to seem good on this. I'm going to say it's going to be a Knicks-Bucks Eastern Conference Finals. That's what I'm going to say. Oh, oh, oh my. Oh, we'll see where that goes. Yeah, you already had a man. Andres, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> Yo, man, it's funny, bro. What's Andres your... Wizards. Uh... <laughs> he won it all. Here we go. Hell not. Um, the one seed in the East and the West does not – Make the NBA Finals. So as in Sixers don't make it. That's yeah. Fair. By the way, Andres, this isn't going to be hot to you, but I think Rajon Rondo secures another ring with uh, your boy Paul George. Oh my days, so. bro! Rajon Rondo. Listen, to I'm the telling you right now, I already, I already told Tiku if Paul George wins a ring this year, we're going to go to Brooklyn and celebrate. Oh yeah, bro! Rajon Rondo. Tiku, Tiku's been a fan all year, so. Yeah, I fuck with the Clippers. Those are my guys. After last year, though, I'm a little but that, it's always, what happened it's last always year, bro. Clippers. We were we 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 lost. We won game five against the Lakers and then they they suspended the season. That's all.